are Locked On Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at NOLA Jake on Twitter. Hope you're staying safe if you're in New Orleans while the raining and probably flooding that we're getting going on. But the Pelicans didn't care about all that as they took care of business on a whatever the hell that was Los Angeles Lakers team getting the big win. 128 111 that they should have had pretty awesome we're going to touch on that game in the second segment of today's show but in the first game uh, first segment i do want to touch more on lonzo ball trade rumors there's a team that hasn't been linked to him that should absolutely be linked to him and guess what they can probably offer new orleans the best return for him out of any of the teams we've been we've mentioned so far I'll let you know who that is and then does this stretch that the Pelicans are on over this eight game stretch five games in three and two with big wins in that stretch right now maybe change how the Pelicans are thinking we'll look at that in the third as it's going to kind of inform the rest of the week as we gear up for the NBA's trade deadline so let's dive into it in today's edition of Locked On Pelicans. Today's episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra at only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Stay tuned for the Ultra Player of the Week coming up later in the episode. So right now when I record this, it still feels like the Pelicans are sellers at the trade deadline with J.J. Redick likely to be gone, either bought out or traded, most likely bought out. And then Lonzo Ball, a, a hot name on the market. And it seems like with all of the teams being linked to him, his price should only be going up and up and up. We've heard from the Chicago Bulls. We've heard about the Atlanta Hawks. We've also heard that the Clippers really value him. But there's another team that that really wants some guard help that we haven't seen linked to him. And it's a team that he really makes maybe more sense than any other team, I think, in a way. And that's the kind of team that I'd love to see jump into the Lonzo Ball trade race because that team, the Miami Heat, could really use a player like him. It would only drive up his value. And frankly, they probably can send the best return possible to New Orleans. It might be a little bit of a stretch, but hear me out. They clearly want to add some guard help in. They want that, you know, they've been after a guy like Kyle Lowry for a little bit. They've really looked at Victor Oladipo and kicked the tires on him, but seem maybe hesitant to go after Victor Oladipo, given that he can be a free agent at the end of this year and just get him in free agency unrestricted free agent. You don't need to shell out any assets for him. And there's some things that Miami could move to to make this all work. But Lonzo Ball is a guy who could be cheaper than Kyle Lowry would be. He's certainly younger. He plays both ways for the most part. And there's just more upside, I think, to him long term. In the short term, Kyle Lowry might be the move for the Miami Heat, who currently sit third in the Eastern Conference, though they just have a record of 22 and 21 and they most recently lost to Indiana. But adding a guy like Lonzo Ball to your already kind of maxed out, capped out team that you have his his bird rights to, that's where there's a lot of value for the Miami Heat. You can re-sign him or match any offer for him. He's a guy that you think can grow and maybe flourish in that, you know, maybe wants to be in a bigger market, who knows. But that seems to make a lot of sense, I think, for them. And they've been going after and linked to nearly every guard on the market, except for Lonzo Ball. 
So if you're going after Kyle Lowry, get the get a younger, cheaper guy, potentially cheaper than him, who just has way more upside than what Lowry, who is struggling a little bit this year, could give you. And they're opening offer to the Toronto Raptors. There we go. I, had to, I spaced out for a second here. You know, it wasn't particularly good. It kind of centered around Kendrick Nunn maybe as the centerpiece of that deal. Well, you don't need to include as much salary in a trade for Lonzo Ball. So you don't need to move some of those pieces. You could keep Goran Dragic and still add in Lonzo Ball. And frankly, if you were or the Pelicans, you're eyeing one of two players included in this deal. You'd like a pick maybe with Lonzo Ball too in this, but I don't think it's ne- absolutely necessary. Could I interest any of you, dear listeners, in Duncan Robinson or even Tyler Hero? Hero is not having a great year this year. He's averaging so far this year 15.3 points per game, 5.5 rebounds, 3.4 assists, but he's only shooting 31.7% from three. He's doing it on 5.6 attempts per game. His numbers are down. He started, he's come off the bench. He just hasn't been as impactful of a player as he was in the NBA Finals last year, in the playoffs last year, and that's really kind of where he he made this reputation. He wasn't amazing, amazing during the regular season. But certainly, a guy like that is an intriguing young player to get back for Lonzo Ball, a guy that could step into the starting lineup or give you a little bit more punch off the bench. What about Duncan Robinson? He started all the games this year, but he's fairly one-dimensional, right? 12.7 points per game. 3.9 3.9 assists, 1 point, or sorry, 3.9 rebounds, 1.7 assists. He's a three-point shooter, 38% on 8.6 attempts per game. A floor spacer to put alongside Zion Williamson and a guy that when the ball's kicked out to him, you'd feel pretty good about him taking that shot. It's like a younger version of J.J. Redick, right? Heck, include J.J. Redick in this trade of the Miami Heat if that's what they're looking for, though I don't think that's what Redick wants. I think you could build a trade package around either of those guys. You're not going to get both in a trade for Lonzo Ball. If you're going to send me Tyler Hero back, even with the down year he's having, all right, let's see if he you know flourishes with a larger role here in New Orleans, potentially. Same for Duncan Robinson, just a, a good shooter, right? One of the best in the league probably right now to put alongside Zion Williamson with the court gravity that Robinson has. I dig it. I think that could work. So if you're intent on moving Lonzo Ball, and I don't know that this team is, to be perfectly honest. I think it's just more, he's a guy that teams think could be moved. The Pelicans are going to at least listen to offers about him. But I don't know if they're dead set on trading him, even though they've called around and shopped him around, certainly. But that could just be to gauge his value and see if you just get an offer you can't say no to. Duncan Robinson's going to be a restricted free agent. It's a bit nerve-wracking here. But you've got another year on Tyler Hero, and he's at least shown something. I don't know. It's it's a team in the Miami Heat that should be interested in Lonzo Ball, and I'm kind of confused as to why not yet, but it's a team to really keep an eye on and I think could give New Orleans the best return for Lonzo Ball should that trade materialize. So we'll get into the Lakers game here in just a second, but before we do that, it's time for your Ultra Player of the Week. This is all about a guy that just kind of makes you happy, right? Enjoyment isn't the end game. It's the whole game. And you want to just enjoy what you're watching, enjoying what you're seeing out there on the court. And a guy like Brandon Ingram really had it just kind of in spades in last night's win over the Los Angeles Lakers, trying to go hard against his former team. And look, is there anything better than beating the Los Angeles Lakers, especially if you're the New Orleans Pelicans? Doesn't matter. They didn't have AD. Doesn't matter that they didn't have LeBron James. When you've got Brandon Ingram, who's just torching over and over and over again. Kyle Kuzma, 
to the tune of 36 points on 21 shots. We'll talk about this more next. It was awesome. Kuzma, who many people argued should have been in the trade over BI. Not a damn chance after watching last night's game. This is one of those ones where, man, you just enjoyed it. Just like you'd enjoy drinking a Michelob Ultra, especially at only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. Joy creates success and enjoyment isn't the end game. It is the whole game. Are you happy because you win or do you win because you're happy? Probably a whole bunch of happiness going on for Brandon Ingram in that game, torching Kyle Kuzma, a guy that he clearly does not like, that led to the Pelicans winning. Without that enjoyment, without that happiness, that wasn't going to be happening in that game. And that is why... Brandon Ingram is the Michelob Ultra Player of the Week. Today's episode is also brought to you by Paramount Plus. March Madness has returned and Paramount Plus has the games you won't want to miss. Watch CBS games live on Paramount Plus, including the Final Four and the National Championship game on April 5th. Paramount Plus is also home to year-round sports, including the Masters, PGA Championship, UEFA Champions League and Europa League, the NFL and more. Plus get breaking news, expert picks and highlights from all of your favorite teams with the CBS Sports HQ, a 24-7 sports news news network it's been a godsend during the tournament so many games going on basically you can watch them all at paramount plus and see all of those guys that maybe the pelicans will draft with the bevy of draft picks that they have going forward so visit paramountplus.com before march 31st to receive a one month free trial of paramount plus that's paramountplus.com to receive a one month free trial of paramount plus paramountplus.com so as you're listening to this, I know you definitely have trade deadline questions for the Pelicans. Buyers, sellers, Lonzo Ball, trade with Miami Heat. Come talk about it with me on the Locker Room app today, Wednesday, the 24th at 6 p.m. Central. We're doing these every single week, and we're going to be doing it today as well. You can come on in. I can put you on stage. You can ask your questions of me and of the audience as well. We had a lot of fun doing it for the first time last week. These are once a week going forward. So download the Locker Room app from the app store and join us in the nba group you'll see the locked on room there locked on pelicans talking trade deadline make sure to join us ask your questions it's a great way because we're going to start to be featuring all of these things on the show going forward so i can't wait see you there tonight at 6 p.m central so there was a game last night for your New Orleans Pelicans as they beat the Los Angeles Lakers 128-111. Brandon Ingram, Zion Williamson just sending that really shorthanded Lakers team reeling. This was a game they should win, and it was nice that they came out and dominated basically from start to finish. Other than a stretch in the first quarter where Montrez Harrell just kept getting calls, there, there was the, nothing that this Lakers team really could do, and New Orleans just handed it to them all night. I loved it. They didn't let up. They were playing hard every single possession from the beginning to the end and you're really starting to see a bench lineup that's working that's something i want to dive into in tomorrow's show but this was an awesome game exactly what they needed no letdown game no trap game something that we've seen new orleans have a ton of before but they were at home off of a road trip and just took care of business against again like a zombie lakers team no ad no lebron it's not as impressive as it would be if they were in there but you know what a win's a win and i like that they just handled business. Brandon Ingram, 36 points, 21 field goal attempts on the game. He shot 67% from the field, four of six from deep, four of four from the line, four assists, three rebounds, one turnover. He was just flat out awesome. As we said, for the ultra player of the week, he, this one felt personal to him. He wanted to go stick it to Kyle Kuzma. He's playing good defense on them. The whole team played pretty good defense in this one. Just awesome game around from him. Yeah. We're not really worried about him fitting next to Zion Williamson because they definitely do. Zion, in under 30 minutes of action, by the way, 
27 points on 13 field goal attempts. He shot almost 70% from the field. Nine of 10 from the line. Nine rebounds, including seven defensive. Five assists. One turnover for him. Just, just awesome. Like, I don't know what else to say. He can just kind of do what he wants. And after the game, you heard Stan Van Gundy talk about it. You almost take it for granted. Like, it didn't feel like he played a dominant game, right? And then you look at his stat line, and you're like, whoa. He, he, uh, he really did. He was awesome in this one. Eric Bledsoe, not awesome. One of eight. He probably needs to be benched. They're not going to at least until after the trade deadline, but he's probably hurting his trade value right now more so than helping it. <sighs> I, I don't know. Like they can't trade him. They're not going to get any value for him. You'd have to include picks to get rid of him. It's not worth doing that. But this sucks. Like he shouldn't be in the starting lineup. It's really that simple. Nikhil Alexander-Walker though, is second straight start in place of Lonzo Ball. Should be. 18 points for him on the night, including a couple of coast-to-coast layups and nice scores. Starting to feel a little bit more confidence. Seven rebounds, three assists for him. Hit from him. Seven of 14 from the field. Three of nine from deep. Once that three-point shot, if it ever gets consistent, he's going to be good. Um, so he was pretty solid in this one. Just got his points, did his thing, helped the team when they needed it. Also off the bench, Jackson Hayes, great. He has been playing excellent basketball. 15 points on the night, four of six from the field, seven of seven. A big man hitting his free throws. Love to see it. Five rebounds as well from him. Just very good. Like he, He's been a different player since that benching and staking out his claim for rotation minutes again. But the star player off the bench was probably Josh Hart. He was one of nine. And I'm saying he's the star player off the bench. One of nine. That's because just casually off the bench on a one of nine night, 15 rebounds, five assists, five steals, no turnovers. What a weird freaking stat line. But that's how you make up for having an off shooting night. Go out and just play freaking hard. And he did. This is why we love Josh Hart and also probably why they should listen to trade offers for him just in case someone wants to overpay for that kind of production. But I love it. He can impact the game in a positive way while having a really poor shooting night. Oh, for four. That's how you do it. You don't really see many guys make an impact in the game and help you win when you have a one of nine shooting night. Also off the bench, he was awesome. Kyra Lewis Jr. is good. Should be getting more minutes over Eric Bledsoe. Um, it was disappointing that he didn't. Bledsoe in this one, 33 and a half minutes. Kyra Lewis Jr., 20 minutes and 11 seconds. He was five of nine. That's four more made shots than Eric Bledsoe, including three of five from deep and playing a nice little two-man game with Zion Williamson being the court spacer, hitting the three when Zion kicked it out to him. He was three of three from the line in this one. Finished with six assists as well in route to 16 points, a career high for the young guard. Give him more minutes So we need to say in this one, Pelicans just killed the Lakers inside, tried to get to the rim, tried to score. They outscored him points in the paint, 62 to 32. Didn't really turn the ball over. Easy win. Love to see it. This is exactly what the Pelicans should have done. And now that they've had this good stretch, does it change how they're thinking at the trade deadline? And that's what I want to look at coming up here in the next segment. Before we do that, though, today's episode of Locked on Pelicans brought to you by Built Bar. We've been telling you about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar in the market for a while now. And Built Bar is the amazing, low calorie, low sugar, high in protein, high in fiber, delicious tasting protein bar covered in 100% real chocolate on every bar. And now it's time to find out which Built Bar is the best. It's Built Bar Madness. And today's matchup is... Cookies and cream versus coconut almond. This one's a no-brainer. It's cookies and cream. 
It's one of my go-to bars. I ordered a box of that one before. I just ordered a bunch of new ones, but that's on my list to reorder at some point. I like cycling through all these different ones. Anything basically with cookies is going to win. Cookies and cream absolutely crushes coconut almond, but those coconut and those almond bars are really good. Uh, I have a different texture to everything, but I think it's going to be cookies and cream. So if you want to vote on this one, go to builtbar.com or at built, uh, bar underscore built on Twitter. And remember to use the promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your next order. That is LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order at builtbar.com and check back to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best tasting protein bar. Today's episode of Locked On Pelicans also brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and NHL are all in full swing, and they even cover awards TV shows and reality TV. Bet Online has real time updated odds and props on almost anything you could imagine, and they have you covered for all the news, scores, and odds you could want. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. So head to the website or use your mobile device today to sign up and receive a 50% welcome bonus. Free money right there. It's already like you want to bet. Use the promo code locked on again that's promo code locked on over at betonline.ag betonline your online sportsbook experts don't forget live locker room chat wednesday 6 p.m central that means today we're going to be covering the trade deadline come ask me whatever it is you want i might even throw some trades at you and hear if you would do that deal or not. And maybe if you're all good enough, we'll put some of these on the show if we have time before the trade deadline on Thursday. But it should be a lot of fun. Come join me. This app is pretty awesome. It's kind of changing the way we interact when it comes to sports. Download the Locker Room app. Join the NBA channel. Join the NBA room. And then follow me. It's at Nola because I'm going to be live every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Central unless there's a Pelicans game. Going to be a lot of fun. Can't wait to chat with you all this evening. Again, download the locker room app and I'll see you there. So gone a little long in today's show. So what I wanted to talk about, and we touched on it a little bit yesterday too, is the trade deadline. The Pelicans seem like they should be sellers, right? All indication is, you know, there's a lot of smoke around Lonzo Ball. Maybe it means there's some fire, though I do think they end up keeping him and don't end up moving him. Unless Miami Heat, you want to get in the mix with Duncan Robinson or Tyler Hero, I am absolutely willing to listen if that's the case. But should they be buyers? Like, should they? You know, this eight-game stretch, I've talked about it. This was going to make or break their season. Well, they're five games in now, and they're three and two with wins over the Clippers, the Nuggets, and whatever the hell that Lakers team that we saw yesterday was. It's quality wins. They arguably could have a win over the Portland Trailblazers during this stretch, too, and be four and one in these five games. That's pretty strong like they've played really good basketball during this and since that win over the Minnesota Timberwolves or lost to the Minnesota Timberwolves sorry they did not win that game you've seen a bit of a different defensive effort from the team and they've really stepped up over that stretch so with all of that you know should they maybe look at being buyers a little bit more should they try and go all in for a guy like Aaron Gordon though not at the asking price that is currently out there for him and should they try and make a run for the postseason and adding a little bit more to this team that you could have for next season? It's worth considering. Do you think this short stretch, it is a short stretch, has changed the Pelicans' mind? Has it changed your mind? Do those wins over the Nuggets, the Clippers, has that changed kind of your thinking about this team and how could they, how good they could be if they added a piece? Say you keep Lonzo Ball. Say you add Aaron Gordon or someone else that's at that level, not quite an all-star, but a guy who does make a difference on the team. Would you feel a little bit better about this squad if that was the case? Do you think they could do some damage? During this stretch, by the way, the past five games, Pelicans have the 11th best defense. 
during this time. The fourth best offense too. They've been playing really good. Fifth best net rating. It's worth a thought, right? You know, if you added Aaron Gordon to this, you you easily win one of those um, Portland games, I think. And are you able to win a lot more games going forward? He's really good defensively. You throw him into the mix where you shore that up. And maybe the Pelicans can maintain being a borderline top 10 defense the rest of the way. And that might be something that you could carry over into next season as well. And so I wonder if the thinking in the front office has changed a little bit. Let's keep Alonzo Ball. Let's add to this roster and not go full-on youth movement, which is kind of what we're expecting to some degree right after the trade deadline. You know, it also means fewer minutes for a guy like Eric Bledsoe potentially for shifting guys over a spot. And that backcourt gets more crowded just because you're putting kind of B.I. in that mix then too, potentially, depending on the guy you trade for. I don't think it's going to change the way that the front office has been operating. I don't think they really want to make a huge, huge splash unless just the deal is so sweet they can't say no to it. But you look at this team and at times, man, it looks really good, doesn't it? That's why it's the season of up and down is so frustrating that like shit, they just look good at times. And I, I really want to see what they're capable of. Maybe it just takes another guy to do it. So this is going to be a real interesting, what, 24-hour period, 48-hour period, depending on when you're listening to this going forward. You know, they've got they've got some interesting decisions to make, or they could just do nothing, I guess, too, which may be the most likely one. But, you know, these next 48 hours are going to probably tell us kind of the direction of this franchise for the foreseeable future. I can't wait, even if it means nothing. There's still a lot to kind of read into that decision, which of course we'll do here on the Locked On Pelicans podcast, but that's going to do it for this edition of Locked On Pelicans. Thank you all very much for listening. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. More trade talk tomorrow. I want to look at a lineup too uh, as we head towards the NBA's trade deadline. Don't forget, join me at Locker Room tonight, 6 p.m. Central. Looking forward to it. Can't wait to talk to you all. Thank you all for listening. I'll be back with you all tomorrow.